Let us begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We quiet our hearts and we bring ourselves into the presence of our good Father. Lord, we thank you so much for this day and for gathering us from around the world. We praise you for your goodness, Lord God, and we thank you for technology that enables us to do this, Lord, through you, through your goodness, Lord. Lord, you said you dwell in the praises of your people, and we are here today, Lord, to sing your praises, Lord. In the midst of crisis, Lord, you are still God, and you never change. So we welcome you with praise. And we thank you and we glorify you. Come, Holy Spirit, come by the means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Let every heart adore, let every soul awake. Oh my. 
To not, to not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of itself Lord Lord increase our faith open up the heavens and let your glory fall Lord you are not limited by time or space Lord open up the heavens Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit fill us Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit we need you open up the heavens that we may know you Lord we may know you in a new way today hallelujah hallelujah come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit Come Holy Spirit, we need you. Without you, we can do nothing. Apart from you, we can do nothing. Apart from you, we are nothing. Open up the heavens, let your glory fall. Open up 
Jesus, we need you, Lord. We, your youth, are crying out for you, Lord. Come, Lord. Jesus, 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 Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thank you, Desiree, with me for that beautiful worship. Um, now, I'd like to welcome Mario to talk about his topic today, which is on social media. Over to you, Mario. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, Desiree and Whitney, for that beautiful worship session. I hope you can all see my screen. Um, just see a small prayer as we start. Heavenly Father, I ask that you guide my every word that I speak. Let your Holy Spirit reign through my words and let them touch the hearts of the people who are listening to this, Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you may touch their hearts. Mama Mary, be with us and guide us as we go through this. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. With the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, possibly uh, almost quite late for some of you. And uh, welcome. Uh, the topic for today is finding the good in social media. My name is Mario Stalin, and you've probably seen me 
tell someone uh, how to share their screen, etc. I usually work behind the scenes and I am extremely uh, happy to come and talk to you all about something that's close to my heart. I'm a software engineer and I've been in love with computers all my life. So when I had the, uh, I've had this burning desire for Christ for a while now and I find these two worlds seemingly sound orthogonal but at the same time I've been searching to find the good through the internet and social media. And I'm here to talk to you about my experience understanding social media and how you could actually live a good Christian life even with social media. So with anything you'd like to actually start off by understanding what it is that we are dealing with. So let's break in and actually see what is social media. For most things what I do is I usually google stuff and uh, that's what I did with this as well. So I looked up what the definition for social media is and Google put this definition out which said websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in social networking. So that's the essence of what social media is. It's a website or an application that enables us to actually create and share content. Uh, but the important aspect is to participate in social networking. Let's look at a few of the examples. There's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, WhatsApp, Snapchat, and this name is quite endless. Uh, this list is quite endless, but I've picked the most famous of these and put it out there. I'm sure a lot of us use most of these, if not probably all and more. And uh, an interesting question when I was looking at these was, aren't all these actually companies or businesses? So looking at the list again, Facebook is a company. It's, it's registered as a company. They are listed in the stock exchange. They are a business. So Facebook owns Instagram and WhatsApp and a plethora of other suites. Twitter is a company by itself. TikTok is another app that's owned by an internet giant. Then you have Snapchat, again, a company. Now, what's typical about any company or business? They're essentially selling a product or rendering a service, right? So, and that's how they make money or turn a profit. That's, a, that's the essence of what a business or a product is. So, what is the product in social media and what are they selling? You are the product. That sounds quite funny, right? Yes, you are the product. That's the very interesting aspect about social media. So while we are at it, let's talk about the business of social media. The business of social media is to get more users to use the product. It's designed to be habit forming. And in short, it makes you an addict. Look at this picture. It's uh, New York's Times Square and you see billboards everywhere. And what's the thing that pops out? It's just advertisements all across, right? There are ads on, on those billboards, there are ads on those LED boards, etc. It's just ads everywhere. Now, let me draw a parallel to stuff that we see on social media as well. Whether it's Instagram, Facebook or TikTok, you see ads on social media. They're beautifully made to, to represent uh, the form of the content that they're presenting. Like Instagram, for example, it looks like it's a picture that your friend had posted, but it's actually an ad. Amazon, 
you have that over there saying that your friend liked Amazon.de. I'm happy that they do this now. Previously, we used to say your friend liked this product. And then TikTok as well has ads. So in effect, the business of social media is to sell ads. Let that sink in. Social media, while its larger purpose is to help you serve, uh, I mean, it, it's serving us by helping us get reach out to our friends, get connected, share content, etc., all of that would be nothing if it not if it were not for that business value that they get out of it, which is selling ads. We need to keep that in mind when we use social media. Now, with the definition out of the way, let's move into seeing what are some of the dangers of social media. A scripture that comes to mind when I when I think about this is from Matthew chapter six, verses twenty-two to twenty-three. In the words of Jesus, the eye is the lamp of the body. So, if your eye is healthy your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Let that sink in. What is Jesus telling us? We've, we see the world through our eyes, we hear the world through our ears, and we smell the world through our nose, our senses, right? So that's the lamp to our body. Now what we consume, either through what we see, or what we hear, what we feel, is what becomes us. And we need to ensure that what we are filling ourselves us, fills up with is light. So what we see needs to be of light. What we hear needs to be of light. Anything that's not of light is darkness. And then through darkness, you know where that ends up. right? So keep that in mind as we go forward. An interesting concept I wanted to talk to you about was subliminal messaging. I know that's a mouthful, but let me break down. As with most definitions, here's Google for us again. Subconscious is anything that's concerning the part of the mind of which one is not fully aware, but which influences one's actions and feelings. So you have two parts to your brain, two parts to our, our makeup, which is a conscious and a subconscious. A conscious is what is actually processing what I'm speaking to you right now. The words that I say, the images that are on the screen, you're seeing it, you're processing it, you're thinking about it, whatever you think is mostly in your conscious. But also what you've been receiving is being registered in your subconscious behind, right? And every image that, that you're subject to, both through this talk or through social media or the things that you see around what you hear is being stored up. So after it's been heard, it goes into your subconscious. And an interesting aspect to know about that is our consciousness can process about seven to eight bits of information simultaneously. So that's why, you know, it's difficult to, to think multiple things at the same time. So you're thinking one thing at a time. We are meant to be synchronous. That's a, that's a software term, but it's meant to say that we think one thing at a time and that's how we process information. But our subconscious, on the other hand, is a world apart from this. I mean, it would give supercomputers a run for their money. Our subconscious is able to process 20,000 bits of information simultaneously. Just let that sink in. And with that, you realize that the consciousness is just the tip of the iceberg. And our subconscious is far vast. A lot of our habit-forming decisions actually happen in our subconscious. So all those images that you're seeing on Instagram or on TikTok or on Facebook, all those 15-second videos that you keep seeing, they constantly play in our minds. Yes, you've consumed it for the, for the sole nature of the entertainment purpose that they provide, but that doesn't stop there. It also gets registered in your brain if you've seen something that plays in your mind. And a lot of the things that people do on social media 
tend to form the way our habits are also decided upon because a lot of our habit forming decisions do happen in our subconscious so when that happens you tend to act the way with with things that you've seen many a time you might find that the reaction to a lot of your things are not something that you think of right so keep that in mind when you're consuming content on social media what you consume what you see it's subliminally telling you how to form your habits another thing to be wary about with social media are fake identities not every screen name is actually a real profile so facebook had this stat where they had to pull down 3 billion fake accounts just between october to march 2019 3 billion fake accounts what's the population of the world 7.3 billion and then you're talking about 3 billion fake accounts being pulled out a recent study says that one in every 20 profiles you see on facebook are actually fake so remember of who you're talking to online you probably are not talking to somebody who's actually a real person behind that screen name you ought to be very careful as to who you're conversing with who you're interacting with online a very sad thing about social media is, is is online abuse now abuse that we see in the real life is something that manifests either on someone's face or you're able to see them you see to hear them you you hear people shouting at each other fighting etc but stuff that happens online is behind this computer screen behind your phone screen so you hardly have any idea what's happening right because you've been you post something and people start commenting on it people tend to be more hurtful online and why is that we just heard about fake profiles right if there isn't a real person behind a screen name of people are actually not who they say who they are they tend to be a lot more hurtful when they're online comments from strangers on public profiles a lot of us a lot many people have their profiles public posting their photos on instagram tiktok etc and people actually make very filthy comments and that actually affects our psyche doesn't it it makes us think less of ourselves and messages from unknown people now this is one of the biggest dangers that you need to be careful about and through all of this you can easily get stuck in a bubble of negativity This reminds me of a story of a Japanese wrestler who was on a reality television by her, by a name Hana Kimura. She's a 22-year-old Japanese wrestler who was shamed online for an act that she for a for something that happened during the reality television show and uh, that caused people to constantly bully her and that led to her suicide. So online abuse is is real you see you hear about the number of people who are taking their lives who are getting into depression because of things that happen online so we need to guard ourselves and keep a watch on what is happening online who are we talking to what is it that's getting into our minds through what they are saying another interesting thing is about the consequences of posting on social media let's take gossip now this is a very interesting uh, anecdote that father joseph had actually pointed out the other day that struck me quite hard So gossip in its its, its very its specific nature is you probably go and you're like hey you know this person did this you know i saw him with this other girl etc whatever you're you're speaking right that's like you you're doing it one to one i mean mind you that's a sin right whether it's one to one or it's one to five or one to six people that's gossip in the real world now take the same thing on a social media what are you doing there you're probably posting it on whatsapp 
or you're posting it on your Twitter or your Facebook or your Instagram and that's being read by your oodles and oodles of followers and that's being shared, reshared, screenshotted, sent across. So what does that lead to? It's being sent multiple times. Gossip, fake news, etc. All of that lead to multiplication of sin. Right? In the previous generation, when we did not have this concept of social media and the internet, you'd go one-on-one and speak and you'd gossip and that would be one sin. But the same sin that's posted on social media that's being shared multiple times to thousands of times if it's being shared, your sin is also multiplied that many times. So you ought to be very careful of what is it that we are posting on social media. You probably are angry with somebody for a minute, but it's better to forgive them than post something on social media that you would regret later. Any of the fake news that you hear online, think twice before you post it on social media. It's very, very important to be prudent about these things. Our soul is far more precious and the the call to eternity is real. We do not want to miss it because of silly mistakes like this, right? So be careful and wary of what you do when you're posting on social media. Time. Now, if Ecclesiastes is a beautiful book. Thankfully, I could pronounce that word. Uh, if you read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 in full, it's a beautiful poetry about time. But one thing that struck me was for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. What does scripture tell us? That there is a time for everything. God has ordained something for this moment. What you are doing right now has been ordained by God. So there is a time for every single thing, right? Whether it be leisure, whether it be talking to your friends, to cooking, to praying, everything has a time. What happens when you waste it? That's what social media helps you magnify. It magnifies the time we spend not doing what we are meant to. We just read in the scripture before that there is a time for everything, right? Which means God has ordained a time for something for us to do. What social media does is it prevents us from being able to do that thing. It thereby causes us to waste a lot more of our time. It magnifies the time that we spend not doing what we are meant to. There's a very important spiritual backing behind this. There's a sin called acedia. I know that's a mouthful, but acedia is also known as sloth. You've probably heard of it. And it's one of the seven deadly sins. And acedia prevents you from doing the giftedness of the moment. I found this definition most apt to actually explain what a CDR means. So it would be that you had to have that paper that you need to submit on time, but you're probably looking through TikTok, 15 seconds go by, 15 more seconds, 15 more seconds, and before you know it, it's two hours, and you're like, oh my gosh, I wasted so much time. That's important to keep in mind. God is ordained a gift for you for this moment, this time, this very second, the very fact that you're coming and listening is God-ordained time for you. And if if that is being stolen away by something for us, we need to be very wary of that. Keep in mind, it is one of the seven deadly sins. Now, all of this, this might bring you to a question. Hmm. Is social media bad? A simple one-word answer would be no. But a scriptural backing behind this is what we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. All things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let's just take a moment and read that again. 
all things are lawful but not all things are beneficial a lot of things that we do are not wrong anything that's lawful is anything that's not wrong but are they really beneficial for us right and all things are lawful again but do they build us up as human beings and that's the pertinent question when it comes to social media social media can be good or bad depending on how we use it or sadly so let it use us keep that in mind i think that's the the major danger of social media with that let's me let's move on to the 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 meat of the topic so as to speak is how do you find the good in social media some of the things that i have found that really help is to be yourself scripture tells us i praise you for i am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works that i know very well in psalms 139:14 god carved you in the womb of your mother before you were born there's only one version of you that's out there 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 could be some other person who has the same name there could be some other person who looks like you but they are not you you are unique so why be another person on social media be the same person you are we just heard last week about being having a true christian identity the uniqueness of who you are is what makes you you and be yourself on social media as well the next thing is about being a good friend on social media i usually find social media as an extension of real friendships in my life so people who i am already a friend of i find that those relationships on social media are a lot more pertinent are a lot more blessed and that's the point about social media it gives us this ability to connect with our friends even when we are in different parts of the world i'm sitting in germany you all are probably from different countries over the world but we are able to chat online we are able to come together and worship god through this platform the same thing with social media you can talk to your friends who are sitting miles apart sorry like i mean like two ends of the continent and you can still be their friend that's what social media gives you but more pertinently it's important to be a virtuous friend this is a word that i i got to know from a friend of mine and this this really made all the difference for me when i thought about my friendships so there are three types of friendships and pope john paul ii in his book love and responsibility employs aristotle's distinction on the three kinds of friendship to define something called as a virtuous friendship it's a friendship in its fullest sense but before i get into that let me break down what a friendship of utility is a friendship of utility is some is a friend who you find a use of by being that person's friend because they have a car i can use them to take me around the city by being that person's friend because they have an internet connection i can use them there are friends of utility and there's then there's the pleasant friendship the friendships whom we have because we find it pleasurable for us we find it nice to have that kind of a friendship we find comfort in the person we find it joyous we find it happy we find them cracking jokes so that gives us pleasure but the most important of them all is a virtuous friendship with the two are involved in a pursuit of a common goal which is the pursuit of good something beyond one's self interests the major distinction between the friendship of utility and a pleasant friendship is that with both of them the first two friendships it's a friendship that's inward it's a self interest whereas a virtuous friendship is outward it's friendship wherein you are trying to see that the other person 
is also led to God. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, go out and spread my word. Through your friendships, you want to make sure that your friends are being taken in the right path to God, to his kingdom. And who says you cannot be a virtuous friend on social media? That's what you ought to be. And the next thing is about spreading the message of God's love through social media. Now, it's it's kind of taboo to post a Bible verse or a message of love or wish someone for Christmas, etc. On, on your social media. Because you're like, hey, what if somebody sees me as the religious kind and don't and stop following me but you don't realize what what that would have done like imagine somebody seeing a message of love a message of hope on their feed probably that was the the deciding factor behind them having depression or not you could be saving lives by sending beautiful messages on social media god speaking to us on and on god speaking us to us throughout the day we hear about hearing the voice of god and god speaking to us this very moment and when he speaks to you about his love a beautiful message we need to heed his call and spread the message of god's love through social media so do not fear posting about god's message on social media because more importantly you want to draw people to the kingdom and that is what we ought to do with social media as well. Spread the message of God's love. You could be saving someone's life. You could be lifting someone else, else up when you spread the message of God's love. Post Bible verses, post uplifting messages and bring people up. With all of this, I thought of an interesting experiment. What if Jesus were with us in the 21st century and he had access to Facebook and all the other social media platforms? If I had posted yesterday, I'm quite nervous about this talk, Jesus. I need you. Send down your Holy Spirit to guide me. Jesus would have probably replied, Mario, my boy, do not worry. I am with you. And if Amanda had posted saying, I made this omelette for the very first time. It's so delish. Jesus would have actually said, this looks so delicious. Good going. He would cheer us on. And finally, if and Roger would say, my job is really stressing me out. I haven't had a proper night's rest in a while. Please pray for me. Jesus would reach out to him and say, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus would actually reach out to the people and, and comfort them. But I, I don't think he'd stop there. He'd go a step further. He'd go a step further and he'd say, He'd reach out via a personal conversation and tell Roger, Hey Roger, what's happening at work? Why are you feeling overwhelmed? And if Roger would say, What can I say? This new manager has been driving me crazy. He gives me way more work that I can handle. Jesus would further a conversation. Have you ever spoken to him about it? Maybe he just needs to hear you tell him how much you can handle. And that would really bring out the problem, right? Oh well, you see, if I'd not come do more work my teammates would get promoted so i end up saying yes to everything and taking more on jesus tells roger take it slow roger there is a time for everything i have a perfect plan for you take on what you ought to and the rest will sort itself and of course like roger all of us do complain don't we but how will i advance in my career how will i buy that new house and jesus says look at the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father leads them. Are you not of more value than they? Jesus would reach us where we are, and Jesus is calling us to do that today through social media, to reach our friends where they are. 
spread the message of love and hope even through social media to them. I finally leave you with this beautiful scripture. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than your whole body to go into hell. It's the same with social media. If you find that a specific app is causing you to sin, is causing you into temptation, it's not worth it. Delete that. Your life is far more precious. The kingdom is real. You want to go to heaven. You want to be a saint. If you find that follower on Facebook or that friend of yours on Instagram, it's the other way around, sorry. If you find that friend on Facebook or that follower on Instagram being a source of distraction for you, unfollow them, unfriend them. Your life is far more precious. It's not worth it. Cut it away. Take it away from your life. Use social media the way God ought to have asked you to. Use it for where it is needed. When it is turning to be detrimental for your salvation, cut it off. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you, Mario, for that amazing talk. You, know, you reminded us you know, that you know, of the dangers of social media, you know, considering we are in a very digital world now. But also, you know, you've showed us how we can actually use it for God's glory. And I think that's important um, for, for us as Christians. So um, now with Q&A time, so if you all have any questions that you'd like to ask, then please do um, start um, asking questions. There are a few questions already, Mario. Uh, so one person just well, asked, what is, um, if you could just uh, repeat the sin of, what the meaning of the sin of acidia is. That would be great. Just good. Remind okay. us what that is. Every moment in our life is gifted, right? So God has ordained something. So there's a giftedness of the moment that we have. Now, acedia is when we are prevented from doing the giftedness of the moment. And that is what, so that is important for us. So acedia takes you away from doing the giftedness of the moment. So acedia, so the, the story behind Assyria is that you had the desert fathers. So the des desert fathers in the early centuries were people who said, okay, I'm going to stay away from, uh, uh, from the pleasures of this world. And they went ahead and they stayed in the desert. And when you're in the desert, you're really contemplating about life, about, about Jesus. And they found that one thing that really struck them really hard was the sin which prevented them from doing what they ought to be doing. When they are devoid of all other temptations, all other distractions, the one thing that kept coming was like, they'd end up not actually doing what Jesus was asking them to do, which was actually contemplating on the word at that time. So it is that, that that's from where the word, the, the word Assyria comes from. It takes you away from doing the giftedness of this moment. So right now, the giftedness of this moment might be for you to listen to this talk. But your distraction would be probably to open up Instagram or WhatsApp and check those messages that are coming. That would be a serial. Thank so, you. Thank you, Mario. Thank you. Uh, another question is, um, this person said, I usually find myself almost arguing with people online, especially on YouTube, when they abuse the Catholic Church and its teachings. Is this okay to defend the church online when they say wrong or false things? Uh, scripture, scripture tells us that the truth will defend itself, right? So do we really ought to be, do we really ought to be defending the truth when the truth can defend itself? It, 
if it is actually pulling you down it doesn't make sense for you to go online and try to argue with somebody who doesn't understand scripture tells us right i forget the exact coordinates but do not uh matthew 322 if i'm not mistaken it's about spiritual uh pearls that we ought not to to uh, to throw uh, iris sandra could one of you just help me with that scripture verse forget the exact coordinates um i'll tell you what it is do not give what is holy to the dogs or throw pearls before a swine or with they, they will turn around and maul you i can look it up uh, and find it very soon but that's what jesus says i think it's in matthew somewhere matthew 7:6 matthew 7:6 so that's the same thing when it comes to any kind of conversation that you're having in social media be careful about what you're actually uh, doing you don't have to go and defend the the church or whether you be yourself they will come to the realization the these kind of conversations just pull us down unnecessarily yeah thank uh, thank you mario uh so the, another question is um you know so you know if what advice would you give to someone if um you know they are trying you know to study hard and stuff they're trying you know to have that spiritual life going but you know sometimes they have like those you know those times when we you know they slip and you know they go back into social media a lot and So they and they start getting jealous and you know from what they are exposed to you know what kind of advice would you give to someone like that Okay so we all usually fall into this trap wherein when we uh, we are probably having our life going in a in a wonderful path where we have uh, where we are extremely uh, sorry you know where we are uh, where we have our life in order where we are disciplined etc and suddenly we get derailed now it's it's common we all keep falling at times so when that happens take a break keep away what is what is causing you that distraction and then go back into prayer prayer can lead us back into where we ought to be so it's only through the grace of god that we can lead a life that is holy that is committed to christ that is doing what's god purposes in our life so it's only through prayer so probably take the help of a friend who you can be accountable to so you can give them an accountability of the amount of time that you're spending on various aspects of social media is becoming an addiction that is pulling you away from what you ought to be doing right now be accountable to your friend and that would be a good way to actually draw you find that virtuous friend thank you mario um so you mentioned earlier about you know how there are loads of um fake accounts on social media so how would you tell if one is if an account's real or if one is fake how can you tell um that's a very tricky question because i mean it's not too easy to find out if somebody's uh, fake or real i mean a lot of governments out there are trying to figure out i think the uk has a law that they are trying to pass where you need to actually give uh, a verified identification online to prove that you're real before even you can use any form of social media because even things like age etc can be spoofed a lot so it's not real so i'd say the real advice would be try to find people who you know in real life and then connect with them because it's far too difficult to find out if somebody is fake or real on social media. Okay, thank you Mary, thank you. Uh social media and things. But um what about like cuz obviously dating sites is also something that's quite common today. So would you say this is also something that's you know, that's quite simple? Would you agree in saying that dating sites are simple? Uh yeah, I like my personal opinion on using dating sites is about what is it what what does that make you think of that person dating sites these days have become swiping left and swiping right 
is that the value of a person when you're when you're doing that so when we spoke about social media when you're interacting with social media we spoke about talking to the person behind that screen name there is a real person behind that so when you swipe right and swipe left what are you doing you're treating them as a piece of meat in a way you're objectifying them so mm. think about that think hard when you're actually looking at mm. how what kind of dating site you are there are registries uh, where they list out people through whom you can build a connection but remember social media is at the end an extension of your real life so it shouldn't be make it it's not the the give all and all take all uh, part of it right you are led to real relationships through uh, these uh, through through social media so if anything is making you look at people objectifying them it is sinful so be careful of what is the interaction level that you have when you're talking to people on social media even on dating sites or how you use them yeah um a question that's been asked a couple of times is you know can you have two accounts you know one for evangelizing and another for you know your own personal use yeah i th- i think that question is quite interesting because the question itself answers itself like why would you want to have two <laughs> separate accounts when you want to uh be yourself i think like god teaches us to be who we are if your identity is a christian yeah why would you want to say oh i've got this evangelization site you know called after his love or whatever and i've got this other side where i post cold pictures so what is the distinction that you're trying to prove people people are not seeing you they're seeing the account they want to see you so post using the same account it doesn't make sense to have two separate accounts mm-hmm. my personal opinion on that yeah cool. thank you um okay we get we have time for some some more questions so an- another question is uh social media can sometimes encourage fomo I don't know what that is. And can yeah, impact our self as oh yes okay and can impact our self esteem at times. As someone who is susceptible to depression, would it be worth limiting social media or being selective or just omit or it altogether? Yes, exactly. I mean, once again, FOMO or FOMO stands for the fear of missing out. It's I mean, I suffer from it a lot myself. It's like, okay, what if my friends have posted a bunch of updates that I've not read? That's the fear of missing out in 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 the most commonest form. If you find that happening to you, it's better to just stay away from it. We read in scripture, right? What was that verse again? It's Matthew five thirty. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. so keep that in mind when it comes to social media as well if anything is causing you to go away from the path that god has set for you it's better to just cut it away and throw it away i know of a lot of priests and others who found things like whatsapp etc deviate like while they're being while they're actually sending messages of uh, love of hope bible verses etc it was taking them away from the god given time that they had where god was asking them to spend time with him and in reality they felt that they're doing something good but no that wasn't the case it was actually taking them away from the purpose that god had set for them so if you find it being a distraction if you find it being a fear of if you have this fear of missing out it's better to uh, cut it away and once again find a friend who you can be accountable to and use uh, and that friend could help you actually get away from this this fear this fear and this feeling great thank you very much think um just i'll just say one more question and then we'll conclude uh, with the final prayer so um one question is uh using netflix or amazon prime for self entertainment you know what do you think do you consider do you consider those kind of um things under social media platforms 
um, I mean, they are different kinds of platforms. They have certain, uh, they have a sense of social media with the kind of interactions that come. But uh, like social media in its broadest term is about talking to people, posting content, etc. But Netflix and Amazon, on the other hand, are a very interesting discussion and a topic by itself. Because the content that you have these days on those, like you, you need to ask yourself, you have different ratings that come up over there. So you had cable television, which needed to have a specific rating. You have different ratings, like uh, in America, you have the FSK standards, you have different ratings, which tell you what is the age from which you can actually watch this content. Now with Amazon, with Netflix and Amazon trying those kind of barriers exist, there isn't a sensor in a sense. So any kind of content that exists over there, I'm quite surprised. Like anytime I find a new show, does this sounds interesting, let's go check it out. And a few seconds into it, you figure out there's something totally wrong. So it's important to be careful of what you consume on Netflix or Amazon Prime. So a quick uh, tip would be to use a site called vidangel.com. I'll also type it out in the chat. It's vidangel.com. They're a Christian site that's uh, located in the US. What they do is they basically give you a synopsis of different uh, content on Amazon Prime and Netflix. And they also go through the trouble of muting and blanking out parts of, uh, of movies and content that, that are derogatory. So that's one way for you to actually watch the content, but it's important to know what we're watching before we go there. So that's, that's my two cents. Okay, great. Thank you, Mario. Thank you so much for um, today's session. And it's a very relevant session, isn't it, for the youth today. And um, so I'd like okay. to... Okay, Darren, one second. So before yeah. we conclude, uh, we have the final prayer. Before we fin have the final prayer, I would like to thank all of you who have participated in this uh, Under My Roof uh, program. And uh, we thank you very much because most of you are so faithful and committed and you come every week and attend this service, this, uh, this uh, program. And uh, we are also planning to reach out to every country. So we need more volunteers uh, to lead and help us in this Under My Roof uh, program to have it set uh, in every country in different countries so like a branches of a branches of uh, this under my roof so any one of you who is interested in being actively involved in any of your youth ministry or if anyone is interested in being part of active participation or active member of this under my roof you're most welcome to send an email to info at divineuk.org then I will speak to you personally and we will pray together and we'll take a decision on that. If anyone is interested to help us out or especially to reach out to maximum most of all the countries and then, uh, you know, uh, unite all the youngsters and uh, lead them and help them to uh, understand the Catholic Church and faith that we have. So please join us and in, just send an email with all your details to info at divineuk.org. Then I will get in touch with you personally and we will pray together and we will take a decision on that. So thank you very much for this. And thank you, Mario, very wonderful session. And uh, Whitney Desiree and your beautiful music ministry and worship. And now I think Jemmy, uh, uh, Shemi, if you are going to um, lead the final prayer. Thank you for this session that you've given us. We thank you for leading us, leading us to new paths, O Lord Jesus. We ask you to take complete control of us as we move on to our day-to-day -day lives. Whatever we have heard today, O Lord, let it stay in our minds. We ask you, O Abba Father, to take control. Our Father, 
who art in heaven. We pray, hallowed be thy name. Let your kingdom come in our eyes. Let your kingdom come in our thoughts, in our minds, and take complete control. And we ask that we follow your will. In John 14, 23 says, if you love me, I will help you. If you love me and follow, I follow my word, I will come and be with you and we will make our home with you. Lord Jesus, we pray and we ask your help to follow the, your word exactly in our social media too. We ask you to be, we ask you to bless us and be with us. We ask you to wash us by your precious blood. Wash our eyes, wash our mind, wash our hands, wash everything by your precious blood and protect us from the evil of this world and help us and lead us, O oh Lord Jesus. Let a mighty army rise for you. Let the youth rise for you, we pray right now. O oh Lord Jesus, let them rise for you and work for you and serve you in this whole social media network. Lord Jesus, let them be inspired to follow your word. Let them be inspired to take complete control and lead many people into using the social media for your word and for your work and for your ministry, for the glory of the kingdom of God. Lord Jesus, help us and bless us and be with us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Mother Mary, we ask you to protect us and be with us and cover us in your holy mantle and keep us pure and help us and guide us as we go through in our day-to-day -day lives using our social media. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you all for joining today and we'll see you next week for our next session. Take care. God bless.